everyone, and welcome back to Purposely Awakened Radio, where we promote stories and interviews that inspire inspire you to live out your purpose. So I know we've been on a one-week hiatus again, but this month has been super busy with the Pan-African Film Festival and Black Panther premiere. And yeah, also, by the way, who's going to see it or who has already seen it? Kind of most, I know most of you probably went to like the midnight showing or an early premiere. But anyways, if you if you haven't seen it yet, please buy your ticket and support this film. Our community depends on it. Also, speaking along the lines of Black Panther and super superheroes, our guest on this week's podcast falls right in line. In a few moments, you'll hear from Garland D. Lewis Sr., who is a military veteran who went to work for the Postal Service. Now, the Postal Service is one of those jobs that your parents will probably tell you to go into because the pay is pretty good as you move up in the ranks and you get all and you get all types of benefits, such as retirement, health care, um, pay time off, etc. However, what some do not know is the strain and stress that goes on behind the scenes. This is why Garland wrote his book, The Truth Behind Going Postal. In just a few minutes, you'll hear from the man himself about what he went through with the Postal Service and how the transition was from coming and how the, how the transition was coming from a military background to working for the Postal Service. He also talks about PTS, PTSD, hope I got that, hope I got that right, which is a mental disorder that a lot of soldiers and veterans face upon becoming civilians again or from coming, and like from coming, coming from service. So as always, before we get into the interview, we're going to play a song, and because Nipsey Hussle's album just dropped this week, we're going to open this show with a little nipsy. So stay tuned, and when we come back, you'll get to hear from Garland. In front of your feelings, sitting on the steps, feeling no feelings. Last night it was a cold killer. You gotta keep the devil in this hole, nigga. But you know how it go, nigga. I'm front line every time it's on, nigga. 100 proof flow, running shoot pro. 458 drop, playing bulletproof soul. Every few shows, I just buy some new gold. Circle got smaller, everybody can't go. Downtown Diamond District, jewelers like yo. Hustle, holla at me, I got Cubans on the low. Through the Cancun, smoking Cubans on the boat. Then dock that saloon just to smoke. Look, listening to music at the Maya ruins. True devotion on the bluest ocean. Cruise, my cultural influence, even revolution. I'm integrated vertically, y'all niggas blew it. They tell me hustle, dumb it down, you might confuse me. It's like that weirdo rap you motherfuckers used to. 
I'm a urban legend. South Central in a certain section. Can't express how I curb detectives. Guesses, evidence of a divine presence. Blessings, held me down at times I seem reckless. Effort, got an L but got an E for effort. Stretched it, dropped him off in the Mojave Desert. Then left him. Ain't no answer to these trick questions. Money making nip, straighten out my jewelry on my best dresser. Well known, flick up in jail clothes. Snatch a champagne bottle from Rico's till T shows. Whatever, niggas, playing chess, not checkers. Nigga, 38 special for you clever niggas. See, bro, you ain't living down by the street code. Been through all these motions up and down like a seesaw. I can never view you as my equal. Fuck, I wanna hear your CD phone. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. And yourself? I'm doing good. Good. Cool. So be, before we dive into what your book is about, can you just give give the readers and the listeners a brief introduction on like who you are, where you're from, and all that good stuff? Oh, okay. Okay. My name is uh, Garland Lewis. I was born in Denver, Colorado. And I went to high school. My high school was George Washington High School. I graduated in 1974. Got you. And then from there, did you go? I know you say you're you're a mil- you're a vet- veteran from the military, correct? Yes, I am. Oh. I uh, I joined the Navy in 1974. And I went to book. Pardon me. Oh, never mind. I'm I'm listening. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and I went to boot camp. Uh, my boot camp training was in Great Lakes, Illinois. Cool. Got you. Nice. And then, so what? What inspired you to write the truth? The truth behind going postal. Well, what is 
inspired me to write it was I uh, I had aspirations of you know of uh, becoming you know uh, looking for you know having a good paying job supporting my family and uh, and I would look back back in seventy four. 1980 when I joined the Postal Service uh, that was the Postal Service was pretty much uh, a good job for uh, African Americans so I joined in 1980 and uh, like I said I was looking you know to uh, to have a good paying job with good benefits and uh, you know looking for a career job and as I as I started going through the postal service, I uh, I saw that I started I began to need the union stewards. Uh, things were happening to me through management that just wasn't normal, wasn't natural. And then Celebrate, and then can you explain some of the some of your personal experiences? That like that are in the book, like as you could like briefly explain. I know you probably don't want to get too much away, but like where are some of, like the like the bullet points? Oh yeah, yeah, I can uh, give you some of that. Well, uh, you know, uh, most days uh, was normal uh, while I was uh, working in the beginning. As time went on. Uh, Management began to to harass me for little things like uh, they began making accusations and alleged allegations that I wasn't getting the mail out or I wasn't doing it in a timely manner. And so I found myself constantly defending myself uh, involving the union. Uh, and this continued to happen for months, for weeks, for weeks and months on end. And, uh, uh, so from there, as I, uh, as the union continued to, uh, to represent me for these things, uh, then they began to, uh, use different people for their for what they were doing as far as calling me intimidating saying I was a bully uh, I, I was uh, looking for trouble and people were uh, uh, telling me people they would they management was saying that people were coming to them complaining about how I was looking at them and those yeah. sort of things even with my FMLA now, uh, I had FMLA, so uh, my FMLA was from uh, the injury that that happened. I had an injury in the military while I was blown off an F-14 fighter plane, uh, and that injury uh, that injury went. I went through the postal service and. Uh, they injured, it, it was exacerbated by the long hours and the overtime and and when I would uh, 
when I would need to go home after eight hours, management would uh, would get upset about that. And uh, they began to write me up for uh, uh, discipline. They began to uh, discipline me for that going home after eight hours because at the time the Postal Service was working you 10 to 12 hours a day. My supervisors started having real, started having problems with me as far as going home and they began to harass me and write me up just on uh, anything as far as um, being two or three minutes late from uh, coming off a break or punching in, maybe punching back in off the clock, maybe a, a half a minute late. So they started uh, harassing me about those things and they continuously started writing me up. Eventually, they started uh, emergency placing me from the building. So emergency placing, they removed me from the building and uh, and wrote me up for different infractions, alleged infractions, should I say. Got you. From Pardon me? Oh, I said got you. Yeah. And from there, from there, um, once this continued to happen, then one particular day, uh, a supervisor hit another employee, one of my coworkers in the building, and uh, we called the police, he and I together, we called the police because management were con- was continuing to harass me and this one particular employee. When the police came in, they went to management and talked to management. They didn't come to the guy who was assaulted they went to management and began talking to management about what was going on. They interviewed management for maybe about an hour and a half. And uh, then they called the employee that was struck and they interviewed him for no more than 10 minutes. And uh, he came out of there with a citation for uh, a summons to appear in court for uh, giving the police false statements. Now, they before, before I got a little bit ahead of myself. <laughs> when they first came to the building, I let them in. I let them in the postal service in the building, and I gave them a brief synopsis of what I saw, what was going on. So from there, they did all the interviews. After they gave my coworker a summons to appear in court. They were, the police was exiting, exiting the building, they were leaving. And I had to stop them because I thought that my, what I had to give to the police was, was valuable information. And, um, and uh, they, they didn't seem to, they didn't seem to, too interested in what I had to say. They just told me to write it down and they'll and, and they'll take care of it. So they left the building and everything. And so this police, they they continue to come into the building. Uh, 
They were coming in the building every week, every other week, and they were constantly giving me summons to appear in court because of alleged allegations that co-workers were, were, were saying about me. So I've been on seven different trials and uh, I've been totally exonerated of everything. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, so did you see? Where, um, like, did you notice, or did you go through like any any similarities between like being in the military and being in postal? Or oh, oh no! Oh no! Uh, in the military, the military was uh, was a good place for me. I uh, I enjoyed what I was doing in the military, so I never went through nothing that I had gone through in the U.S. Postal Service. Got you. So I know, so it was a transition, you know, it was a transition difficult going from, like, you know, some place where you, that you valued to, like, then going to, like, another place where they kind of, like, disvalued you was, like, how was that transition? Could you repeat that? I'm sorry. Oh. Could you say that again? Yeah, so, like, how was, like, how was it, how was the transition going from, like, the military to Postal Service? I know, obviously, it wasn't like I know it wasn't a smooth transition. So like, um. well, the, well, the transition, the transition was uh, it, it 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 was uh, it, it was okay. It was good uh, going through the transition of going from the military to the postal service because uh, uh, I mean, I I thought that I was uh, I mean, my my mind my mind was clear. I was uh, I was ambitious. I was ready. I was ready to you know to take on life. I was young, gotcha. and I was and I was ready to take on life. Got you. And then what's what are some of the things that you want that you want people to take from your book? Well, one uh, one of the main things I want I would love for the book to do is inspire people. And uh, I want to be inspiration for people who doesn't have a voice, for people who's afraid, uh, afraid to voice, to voice their opinion. Because in the postal service, when you speak out, you know, when you speak out, uh, you know, people in the postal service is in fear of retribution. And uh, I would like these people to know that hey, you you have a voice. You are a human being, and you're nobody's footstool. Gotcha. And then, are you are you are you working on any other books? Not at at this moment. What I'm doing right now is uh, we're promoting. What, what we're doing is marketing the book right now, and uh, we're putting we're putting all our efforts into this first edition. Cool. Got you. So you see, guys are marketing. So like, what do you? Like, what do you have planned for the rest of this year as far as as far as the book goes? Are you doing, like, any events, book signings, speaking engagements? Yes, matter of fact, matter of fact, we have a book signing uh, January the 20th, just a week from uh, Saturday. And we're speaking uh, at the uh, at the Denver Vet Center. And... Um, we're looking forward to uh, doing more book signings. I mean, uh, more events and uh, and just uh, 
just getting the word out and and and, and letting everybody let hopefully people will know uh, that uh, you know you know there is a soft place to land. Got you. And then what's what's your what's your advice for for young people who are just starting off in into their careers and that are in the postal service? Like, is there any red flags that they should look out for, or like, what would you incur? Like, what would you? What's your advice to them? Well, my advice to young people is is to uh, to know uh, to know to know your job, know 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 your union, know the policies. Uh, you know, uh, follow policy. Uh, be uh, be regular in attendance. Uh, and uh, follow directions of your superiors. Uh, and if you find yourself uh, in a situation such as mine, as far as being targeted, uh, document. Make sure you document. And uh, and uh, one very special thing is watch what you say and who you say it to. And, and be careful. Just be careful with with the company that you keep. Oh, got you. And then, how can people reach you if they want to book you for a speaking engagement or just keep up with like your upcoming events? How can they reach you? Well, they can reach me on the truth pdl at gmail dot com, or they can go to my website, the truth behind going postal dot com. Got you. And then are you on social? Are you on social media? Yes, I'm on Facebook. I'm on, I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I'm sorry. I'm on uh, Twitter and I'm on Google+. Plus. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Mm-hmm. Thank, you. Thank you, Garland. Okay. Can I, can I ask you a question real quick? Yes. Okay. Uh, now, uh, can you tell me they both uh, is uh, really post-traumatic stress. Okay. Between the, yeah, between the two of them. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. And then, so with people dealing with the um, with with PT with PTSD, how can like like how how can we how can we help those who are going through like say if someone say if someone's loved one is going through it? What's what's one of the ways? That we can help them, like over, kind of like overcome it, or just like keep it balanced. Okay, yeah, I, I see what you're asking me. Uh, yes, matter of fact, I was diagnosed with PTSD in 1995, uh, uh, coming out of Vietnam. I was in Vietnam in the evacuation of Saigon, and uh, how you can help, and this is what I've done, is I've joined uh, the Denver Vet Center. And I have counselors, and I have group therapy, and not only that, I have uh, I have equine therapy to where I have a horse, and the therapy is just marvelous. It's a wonderful thing to interact with uh, with an animal of that size, and that's equine therapy. So uh, I think that what what people would people can do with that have been diagnosed with PTSD is is to uh, connect with the, uh, with the Veterans Center and uh, they give you material you can read and uh, you can uh, you can join 
groups. You could be in group therapy and have, have your counselor that, that's available uh, 24-7. Cool, got it. And then do you know, and then do you have like any, is there like any like hotlines they can call or is there, is there, or is there like a direct website that people can visit to get more information on it? Yes, all we have to do is type in uh, uh, Denver V. Well, the Veteran v, Veterans dot org. Got it. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Thank you, Garland. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. And then, so, and then before we before we wrap things up, is there is there the one thing I like to add about the book is that uh, it was. Uh, it was written much for uh, the reckoning. You know, uh, it's all about account- accountability and responsibility. And for me, I mean, for the U.S. Postal Service, but for me, it was to uncover the truth. And I, I believe that that's a gift that we all have. But in the end, I would love for it just to inspire people and to give them a voice. And, uh, and, and and the main thing is that I just hope that the U.S. Postal Service will will uh, change their system and uh, and how they uh, how they treat their workers. Awesome! Thank you, and thank you, okay. and thank you for taking some time out your schedule to to speak with me to, as well. Well, it, really, it was my pleasure, and I appreciate you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right, Thank have you. a great one. You too. Take care. All right. Bye. All right, so I hope you guys were enlightened. Um, I hope you guys were inspired. hope you guys learned a lot. And most of, most of all, I hope you guys support Garland and that you pick up his book via Amazon or um whether you want to order it or Barnes and Nobles, but yeah, just make sure we have make sure we support each other. And so, so we'll see you guys again next week with with another new topic and special guest. And we'll end the show with a little bit of Kendrick. All right, and we're out. <coughs> <coughs> Said I'm geek and I'm fired up. All I want to not just get higher. Yeah, you look so good, it's to die for. Ooh, that pussy good, it's to die for. It's a secret society. All we ask is shy. All we got is high. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Gun fool, Kenny now. My resume is real enough for two millenniums. A better way to make a way, not defending them. I meditate and moderate all of my wins again. I'm hanging on the fence again. I'm always on your mind. I put my lyric and my lifeline on the line. And it don't limit when I might shine, might grind. You rolling with it at the right time, right now. Only for the dollar sign. Bad girl, ribbing now. Swear, 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 leaving now. On your pulse, I can see the end. 
gas on the bitch, like it's premium. Call her ass on the bitch, all in the fast lane. Been a bad bitch, real before any cash came. I'm a savage, on a carrot, I'm a name, run the atlas. I'm a natural, I'm a ray. I'm a savage, I'm a asshole, I'm a king. Shimmy out, shimmy out, shimmy out, right? You can tell your nigga he can meet me outside. You can babysit him when I leave him outside. Ain't no other love like the one I know. I done been down so long, lost hope. I done came down so hard, I slow. I done sleep a hell of a holler, real nigga. That's gonna get you killed But pride's gonna be the death of you And you and me And you and you And you and me And you and you And you and me And you and you Trust me All I want is All I want is Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty no switching sides, feel something wrong You acting shifty, you don't ride with me no more I need loyalty, loyalty, loyalty Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty Tell me who you're loyal to is it money, is it fame, is it weed, is it drink Is it coming down with the loud pipes in the rain Big chilling only for the power in your name Tell me who you're loyal to is it love for the streets when the lights get dark? Is it unconditional when the robbery don't stop? Tell me when your loyalty is coming from the heart. Tell me who you're loyal to. Do it start with your woman or your man. Do it end with your family and friends. Or your loyalty itself in defense. I said, tell me who you're loyal to. Is it anybody that you would lie for? Anybody you would slide for? Anybody you would die for? That's what I said. I'm geek and I'm fired up. All I want tonight is just keep high. All I want is, all I want is loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. 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 Another day, baby.